Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Hey, rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to The Morning After, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on the program. Text in 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA. Email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling. Email the day of the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And, Doug, unbelievable what has transpired in the football coaching world since we parted ways with this audience yesterday at 10.02. Nick Saban retiring yesterday at approximately 4 o'clock. And this morning, reports from ESPN that Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots will part ways. Two of your all-time favorites. Give me a couple of your stories from the <laughs> press conferences. Uh, I don't think I was ever in a press conference with either one of them. I, I Definitely covered games where they were present. Yeah. It had to be. Yeah. Because we I were both at that wonderful Super Bowl, Super Bowl Thirty Six. Right. Neither one ever yelled at me. Mm-hmm. I've seen them on TV, of course, yelling at other people acting like they both invented the sport, and they might be the best uh, NFL all right, and, college, and college coaches of all time. The two of them have a strong argument. Belichick apparently still wants to coach. Maybe the Falcons? I, <laughs> That'd be funny. They I got him in the Falcons. Ziggy's got him in Tuscaloosa. They just flip-flop. Nick Saban goes to coach the Patriots, and Belichick goes and takes over Bama. Yeah, if we you got s- another team, do you want to hire Belichick right now, take on that monster at, a, at an advanced age? Who hasn't done much since he lost his all-world quarterback? He should go to Washington, but I'd be pretty hesitant to hire him at this point. He is uh, turning 72 in three months. Yeah, that Bama job is so coveted, though. Oh, what do you think, Clousey? Drink? <laughs> yeah, what's funny? It up. What's funny was I, I think the Mizzou uh, group. T.J. Moe fan page was bumping up during the... I don't think T.J. Moe has any affiliation with the page. I know he created it originally. I'm sure he is no longer an administrator of it. No, he's busy with Whitlock. Yeah. Nonetheless, they were pushing that as well, and I think that's funny. Um, I don't think so. Drake's in a perfect spot, man. We got stiff So you will not be advocating for Eli Drinkwitz to take over for Nick Saban on this particular I think Alabama wouldn't be interested, and if I'm... Drank. I'm making nine million here. I think I'm cool with that. Not that pressure. I do yeah. wonder about 
how the culture of win now or else impacts guys who are going to be up for that job. Because, I mean, the name that, Doug, I'm curious, I'm just, I probably pay a lot more attention to this because I'm so into college football than you do, but I'm just curious, over the last, so whatever it's been, 18 hours since the news broke, what name have you seen affiliated with that job most? Uh, the guy from Oregon? Yeah, Dan Lanning, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Who actually is from Kansas City, uh, which I didn't realize really? until recently. Yeah. He's the betting favorite. Yeah. Oh, what do we got, Jackson? What are the uh, odds? I haven't even looked at those. You guys want to play a guessing game? So first, yes, yeah, so do you like a, you do like a guessing? I like a good guessing. First is Dan Lanning at plus two hundred. The next person is plus four hundred. With the guy at Washington? No. Uh, Sarkeesian? Nope. Uh, the guy at Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin. The Lane Train is number two. I, uh, I think I would have thrown the Lane Train. I feel like I, I would feel comfortable if I if you gave me Kalen DeBoer, Swinney, or Sarkeesian for that third spot. Dabo is third. DeBoer is fourth. It's going to be Dabo. You think so? Oh, he yeah. he played for the Gene Stallings national champion team. I feel like the Clemson, like it feels like he's kind of falling out with Clemson and vice versa. I think, yeah. but I think that would be an easy parting away as Clemson kind of retools and gets a new coach. You guys want to guess who? I'm sorry, uh, Paul. No, no, I think, that, I think Dabo would kind of fit too. I don't like him, but I think he'd probably do well there. You guys want to guess the former Rams coach who is currently plus 1,000? Steve Spagnuolo. Rich Brooks. Nope. He wasn't a head coach, but he was a coach somewhat recently. For the uh, initials, Rams. please. P.S. Uh, Terry Finster. Oh, Schum- correct. Pat Schumer. Pat Schumer. Yeah, Schumer. plus oh, one thousand. Right behind prime time. I believe Lane. I believe Lane Kiffin will get it. You think so? I think he's a younger guy. He's recruited great at Ole Miss. He's already got the SEC thing going. Now, if I'm Drinkowitz and Ole Miss opens up, hi. For what? <laughs> I don't know. Probably the, the same thing. That's sideways. I, I don't know. It might be a little bit sideways, I guess. I mean, Ole Miss oh, could be in the is. top five. Missouri in the top ten, so maybe. So I, I want to go back to my theory because then it would then it would apply to what Plowhawk just said. Do coaches such as Lanning, who that's where I was going, Lanning is in a ridiculous spot because of Phil Knight and the Nike money at Oregon, and he's also relatively younger guy. I would guess he's in his 40s, early 40s, we might guess, but hell, I don't know. He's, no, he's, he's 37. Um, that would that would be the one that I would think would be who Alabama would be targeting, but I don't know that at all. Um, it's amazing, like all, all these insiders, immediately when Nick Saban uh, retires, they, they know that it's Dan Lanning, but perhaps it will be. Um, I don't think that anybody knew outside of Saban, Doug, you always call her Miss Terry. I do. Yeah. Uh, the AD and his agent up until he met with his team, which I, I mean, God, for something like that to be able to stay under wraps, that speaks volumes, in my opinion, anyway, for respect, that that didn't get leaked until he actually met with his team and also the way that he does business. But if you're landing, you are now, you know, you're, you're, to, to make it local, you're following Jack Buck, you know, yeah. and, and what, and, and you're in a spot in Oregon where you don't have that. And I just, and so then to apply it to other coaches who may be in a spot where they're happy. And I think that's where you would take Dabo Swinney out of it. Cause obviously that got rough this year before they turned it around at the finish of the season. Um, and Lane Kiffin certainly it doesn't have the pressure 
in Oxford that he would have in Tuscaloosa. I'm curious if in 2024 versus even 2014 and certainly 2004, if there is a different mindset of ladder climbing for these guys than there was then. And then that would get into if you wanted to go into like a domino effect on how it could possibly impact what you were talking about, Plowhawk, Oxford, and if Elaine Kiffin didn't get the job and if Ole Miss goes, oh, let's go after Eli Drinkwitz. That makes more sense in terms of Ole Miss and Drink to me. But, Doug, I'm with you. Maybe a little more sideways. I mean, you can't say Ole Miss is better recruiting track because look at what Drink has done in terms of the transfer portal too. But it it would be interesting. I mean, Drink does seem, maybe not a job chaser, but it seems like he want to get closer and closer to that upper crest. And I don't know if Ole Miss is it or not, but. Well, I, I don't think Drinkwitz has he the has resume to an be ama- a, an Alabama contender. No, that's, why, that's what sure. I said. But he has such an amazing team coming back, potentially, with all the trampers and people coming back from this past season. I don't know. I'd be very surprised if Drink went anywhere, but it ain't going to be Alabama. No. I think that does with Alabama with some of Alabama players like Milrow. You think he's happy getting a new coach, or does he think Portal? No. Uh, there was a com- five-star recruit who, within the hour of that announcement, uh, withdrew his commitment so there will i mean it, the, the domino effect will be in coaching and the domino effect will also be in recruiting yeah. not real bold statement but you know way to give the new guy are. a chance yeah. <laughs> here we are Let's have another five star step up yeah oxford would absolutely riot if they hired dorkwitz it ain't happening that's from jenny talia and doug jenny talia i believe is hottie toddy good god almighty right? so speaking from okay. uh being an alum, I believe. Yeah, I mean, none of this is happening. Like, I, I know this is just kind of what we have to do at this point in time in sports. Speculate. We have hockey in the middle of the season. Uh-huh. We're at a dead period. Uh, blue shirts are in town tonight, Doug. That's no, right. Yeah. Rangers. Blue shirts? Yeah, either. I don't know. Drink would look good in that baby blue. But he looks pretty good in black and gold. <laughs> Bad things always happen in threes. Is Tim retiring today? That's from Mr. Big oh, Cream. Gosh. Before what? we start anything, why in the F did I hear Sinbad before the show today? That's from the Orson Woods Wacko. Was he on again? Yeah, I got a lot of feedback. Mo- you got a lot of feedback. Where do you get it? I don't know. Like on the text line, oh, right when the right. show started, there was a lot of, oh, I love hearing Sinbad. I've heard this so much. Now I feel like I need Sinbad every day. I heard day. Julia Ann on my way in. Yeah. Really? Her- yeah. When did we talk to her? She was Prop 60. I don't Doug, even know. Prop yeah. 60. I don't even know what that prop was. No. She came on to talk about Prop 60. I think it's the one where you have to wear a condom during. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, we, what what type of HD2 atmosphere do you get? Prop 60, Julia Ann talk, and then boom, Sinbad. Yeah. Right, Sinbad as well. And then and, boom, we're and talking Nick Saban. And yeah. college football yeah. and Bill Belichick news. That's what we do here uh-huh. on the. Uh, on the program. Let me see what's going on in the YouTube chat. You can get in there, youtube.com slash T-M-A-S-T-L. Carl Pelker was in there, Doug, and he's in there again. Morning, boys. Uh, He was there right at the start when Jackson and I recorded yesterday's afternoon version of QFTA. And what was that titled, Jackson? It just uh, went up in the afternoon because I couldn't do it until, Doug, what time did I do it? I don't know what time. Is that a virgin wearing a shawl? Oh, no, why is that virgin wearing a shawl? That is the title of the episode. Somebody in the, the YouTube chat wasn't pleased with Jackson wearing a cardigan. I like a cardigan. Yeah, I like a good cardigan. With a, with a pipe, maybe some slippers. 
Golden Retriever at your feet. Jackson espoused the opinion that Cardigan is age-appropriate for any age. Yeah, it's a timeless piece. Is it? <clears throat> like Mr. Rogers, he wore a lot of Cardigans. Hey, I got a... Lousy's wearing one now. Ah! Ah, he's dead! Look at a that. Nice cardigan, Jack. Nobody right? accuses you of being a virgin. Look at that. A little white, blue, and Ooh. orange. You can wear it with like four uh, different outfits. Nice. Cardigans, I have five of them. They're amazing. Yeah. Dressing old is now in. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Dog has been sexy for a year, but now that quarter zip used to be trash. That's awesome now. Look at that. It's amazing. It used to be trash? Well, people would be like, oh, look at he's so old. And so then now he's like, oh, Ooh, look at that. Yeah, I Plus, you got tufts. Yeah. That's the tufts do help. I brought the quarter zip back. It's all you. Is that what it was? <laughs> no one had one before yeah. you wore it. Was there a cardigan in that bag I gave you, Plaza? I had a nice. I don't. I don't think I so. I had a nice white and black cardigan. I either gave it to you or Cletus. It, it sounds like a Cletus cardigan. That sounds like a line of cardigans. The I Cletus brought the line. quarter zip back. Oh, be darn! If I didn't hear well, that. You're wearing it now. You weren't wearing it until you saw me wearing. Think it. about that. You think I haven't worn clothes like this my whole life? I've never seen you in a quarter zip. Well, Doug's You've waiting got for the three quarter zip. Or a three quarter zip. I still think Flanagan, the exclusive three-quarter zip for Mother's Day. Might I, be it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope old lady Jackson makes an appearance today with his shawl and hair all akimbo. Oh. Don't you have a problem with that hair all akimbo? I thought it was just legs akimbo. Yeah. Can your hair be akimbo? <laughs> Probably. Jackson, you sporting your shawl today? No. He said rather matter-of-factly. He did. Well, like it's a, a yes or no. It's a no. Okay. I, let the, I mean, people are odd. Yeah. Uh, keep going. No. Man, people care what people wear. <laughs> Today I'm wearing an, a throwback fan sport turtleneck. Fan sports. Oh, yeah. Jennings actually... loved that it was called fan sports. <laughs> What's a fan sport? <laughs> yeah, throwback. I did I did notice it. I thought it was like a like a air conditioner worker-like shirt because it had like the, the, the... I didn't know that they were red and blue. Uh, whatever, whatever they got, cheaper. Gotta love Ole Miss fans talking like their program's a blue blood. Absolutely delusional. That's from the reluctant cuck. Yeah. Drinkowitz would be perfect for the dumbs who go to school at Ole Miss. The third children of Ledoux families will be excited whose older siblings went to East Coast for university. The parents send their dumbs away to Ole Miss <laughs> because they would never send their kid to one of the Missouri schools. That's from Caller Buzz. Could be a lot of truth to that. Is that true? I think so. Yeah. So, like, sending your child to Missouri is embarrassing, so you hope people don't know the academic standards at Ole Miss? That's no. what it is? No, I didn't take that. I thought they don't want this child in Missouri anywhere close to where they live, ah, so they ship them out wow. down Call south. Buzz. They say Ole Miss is a school you don't graduate from because it's. I so love fun. the poorly educated. They party so much, <laughs> you don't graduate from there. I can speak to Missouri being one you don't graduate from either. Yeah, yeah. You need to have a 3.6 to get into Ole Miss. Oh, come on. <laughs> I can promise you that's not true. It says with a GPA of 3.6, Ole Miss requires you to be above average in your high school class. You'll need at least a mix of A's and B's with more A's than B's. You can compensate for a lower GPA with a harder class like an AB or an IB class. I mean, it's EP. quite obvious at this point EP. someone is being lied to. Is Colonel. that for out-of-state out of students? I don't know. Just I was I, looking I, it up. I knew some kids from my school who uh -oh. went to Ole Miss. 
I think you can get into Ole Miss with a driver's license. It's all it's a sliding scale. If your ACT is a little higher, your GPA can be a little bit lower. Yeah. Vice versa. But Tiki, are you coming back to football because you miss it, or are you coming back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? <laughs> <laughs> Ole Miss is a community college for rich people. Thank you, Mr. Lex. Oh. I, got, I get a kick out of the Auburn fans celebrating last night. That's from Mayor Don. I imagine they, they would, yeah. They I were see. they were rolling Tumor's <laughs> Corner. You know, Harvey Updike, uh, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Alan Dadeville, uh, not our texture, but that's what he called into the Feinbaum show as uh, he he killed the the old tree, but they got a new one up there now, Tumor's Corner. It's the best news you could get as an Auburn fan. But real, realistically, like, for somebody who loves, like, college football drama as a whole, trampers and whatnot, this could be one of the bigger coaching carousels we've seen in a while. Because mm-hmm. if they, well, like, you have Pete I mean, Carroll, Bill Belichick, and Nick Saban in yeah. 24 hours. And, and, and I'm may be leaving Michigan. I would too. agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Just in college football, Alabama – Obviously, going to get a top-tier coach. That top-tier coach is even a blue blood. Somebody else and going to that. Somebody else and going to that. Like, in the next, you know, five, seven days, maybe sooner than that. I mean, this is going to be three or four different high-name coaching going to different programs. I'll have the hot take oven mitts ready to go. I love that. Oh, by EDF. Those are brought to you by EDF. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, are you getting them ready? I mean, I, I think Harbaugh will join. I don't think that's really a cutting-edge opinion. As a matter of fact, I think if you would have said. You get these four coaches, who would you bet? Like, you got to take one that is not going to be back next year. I think Saban of the Carroll, Belichick, and Harbaugh might have been the one you would expect to be back the most. Mm-hmm. And Harbaugh, I think, is the one that I'm, I'm most confident. I suppose people by the end of the year were pretty confident Belichick was going to be leaving New England. Uh, the Carroll one... I don't know how many people were really paying attention to the Seattle Seahawks and the fact that they were 9-8 and back-to-back years. Uh, But after they lost on Sunday, uh, and then again Monday, he said he was planning on coming back. But then, uh, is it Paul Allen's widow or Paul Allen's sister, who's now the owner of the franchise? Either way, she met with him yesterday, and Doug, she had other plans. Yeah. What about a situation to where Michigan opened up? Uh, Brian Kelly gets hired at Michigan. Lincoln oh Riley goes to LSU because USC kind of losing all of their five-star recruits they got a year ago. You're losing Caleb Williams. He may be wanting to get some yeah. new scenery. He obviously already has a ton of money from that buyout from Oklahoma and the USC deal. So, like, that's what I'm saying. If you have Michigan and Alabama opening up, that means you probably have another five or six jobs opening up, and it can be a landslide. And so fun to watch from a distance. Brian Kelly's hard to figure out because he already had the Notre Dame job. There's I not people, <laughs> a lot of guys that leave there without getting thrown out. Yeah. But, and and then, these other guys, Belichick, Carroll, Saban, they're all about the same age and in remarkably good shape. That's correct. They're, they're all, 70s. I think, 72, and, and yeah. like I said, Belichick will be 72 in you, April. You wonder if it's the job that keeps them young or if they're tired of it now and just kind of need to take a... A breather. Well, Carol wanted to keep it. Um, report from uh, our, our our correspondent uh, and Pepperoni's original correspondent, John Talty. Legend. Yes, Dude, said uh, he was like one of the first guys Feinbaum had on yesterday. Chris Law who bro- broke the story, uh, and then like Talty was two guests later, and uh, and he said that when he met with the team, it was a combination of uh, health reasons. And I haven't seen anybody else write about that outside of Talty's link. And it wasn't Talty who wrote it, but uh, Talty tweeted it out. 
when Pete, he met with Pete the Carroll and Saban could both pass for being about 55 years old. You'd yeah. say, yeah, that looks about like Saban looks 60 at Michigan State. Um, <laughs> that picture's hilarious. <laughs> but Brian Kelly just reminds me of a guy who should be coaching in the Midwest. He did Cincinnati. He did Notre Dame. He's a Southern it's so He's so out of place. He's having success at LSU. It's so weird. That yeah. fake accent, the dancing. Like, he, he doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Michigan seemed to suit him well with his style. I think he could recruit the hell there. So I, that's the move I I could see. And then LSU's a, a dream job for a lot of these guys. So yeah. uh, Kevin's brother Jack Demoff says, here's your real March Madness. Harbaugh to the NFL. Kirby Smart to the Falcons. Saban out. Ryan Day potentially out at Ohio State. Pete Carroll out in Seattle with Kalen DeBoer heavily considered for the Seahawks. Yeah, I wonder about that. I don't know if Alabama, as weird as this is, would hire somebody who isn't from the South. DeBoer is from South Dakota and has never coached in the SEC. Lanning was, uh, I believe, a graduate assistant a long time ago, but nonetheless, you know, graduate assistant. And he came from Georgia before going to Eugene. So he has SEC ties and, and again, is only... I, I thought he was in his 40s, but he's only 37. My God. So that one would make sense. But he has a $20 million buyout. It's a $20 million buyout. At the same time, we also see college football and just money throws around like nobody's business. So I don't know how much that matters. Uh, somebody texted in about Mike Norvell um, at Florida State. Don't sleep on Mike Norvell to Bama. Only $4 million buyout. In Tallahassee, Landings is twenty million. That's the Hunchback of Owen Castle. Yeah, but I think Alabama is willing to pay whatever to get it. You know, oh, I wouldn't yeah. really want to follow Nick Saban, but I know Alabama doesn't want to be slipping for the next three or four years, so yeah. they're going to be paying buyout. Texas A&M could pay a sixty, eighty million dollar buyout, and they did that with Kevin Sumlin as well. Alabama can pay their first big buyout here to try to find a successor that's going to work. It's why pretty. Why pretty would they di- be out of Ohio State? Keeps losing to Michigan. Keeps losing to Michigan. Really? Yeah, he gets a ton of players in there. I- I'd be shocked. Ryan Day kind of. I think that would be a mistake. Yes, I agree. It's pretty dangerous to be the coach that follows a legend. Yeah, we it's talked about that easy. with Coach K. After yeah, Coach K. Coach K we've seen it with Bo Schembechler and Woody Hayes, and and that's why Bear I Bryant. wonder if a Lanning would go. You know, I'm comfortable here. Yeah. Phil Knight's going to pay me more. I just, I'm, I'm good. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of run the West Coast when you're over at Oregon, because. I mean, outside of USC and Washington, you're not really dealing like you are in the South with Georgia, Ole Miss, LSU, Florida, Florida State. Recruiting battles like that, obviously you're Bama, but you're not Saban's Bama. If there's, I think both coaches who were in the national championship game three nights ago will be at different places uh, come 2024, September 2024. I, I think DeBoer knows he's got a drop-off coming, and I think Harbaugh for a potpourri of reasons will be leaving Ann Arbor and then you just go into okay what does the domino effect have down the line but we I don't know if we'll ever see anything like this again because I don't know if we'll ever see two coaches leave who may be considered by at least a healthy percentage of people to be the best in college football and the best in the NFL how would you love to be Dan Lanning because even if he doesn't take Alabama which I think you should stay in Oregon you can use this you can meet with Alabama, which potentially reports say he is already in Tuscaloosa. You can use all of this. Who Probably reported he's in Tuscaloosa? I didn't know it. There's a Eugene newscaster who used to work in Tuscaloosa who's reporting that Lanning is in Tuscaloosa. Correct. Really? We have the audio of it. Oh, wow. Let's take a listen. Doug, how about this? 
Who is this scoop master? This, all these websites are crediting this. So this yeah. is, this is the one. Wow. It's the lever plowsy. I got you, dog. Burn, the athletic director at Alabama, has ties to Eugene. His dad was the uh, athletic director at Oregon, yeah. uh, so he knows Eugene well. Uh, Lanning, of course, was on the staff there in, in 2015. Uh, and so, I mean, he, a lot of things make sense here, but he doesn't want egg on his face, and, uh, well. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if he, yeah, he, he said those maybe not knowing that this job opportunity was going to come. This yeah. is Alabama's a different animal. Yeah, this is something that no one thought was coming today. Everyone was shocked by this. Yeah, and as we did report before, I do, I previously worked in Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Of course, I do have some sources there who did confirm that Lanning is in Tuscaloosa, wow. in Alabama. It doesn't mean the job is signed, a contract is signed, but he's there. And uh, what I was told is the players were told a decision will be made in the next 72 hours. Yes. That matches up with the uh, Talty report, the 72 hours, but I did not know that uh, Lanning was in Tuscaloosa. Back well, quick. You go. Yeah. Back quick. And he immediately denied, and vehemently so, when the A&M job opened up that he was in the mix for that. Now, this isn't, you know, even 24 hours old. But you could make $11 million in Oregon right now. Even with him just hanging out, having like a little brunch mm. with the chance, you know, with the board of curators there and all that sorts of thing. I mean, this is such a good leverage play. I wouldn't leave Oregon. You're building something really nice there. You have Phil Knight and Nike money and following Nick Saban and dealing, you know, with some of the rabid fan base there. I, I would just use this as strictly leverage to try to, you know, almost double my salary. I mean, for him to be in, in Tuscaloosa already... <laughs> That had to be like a two-hour phone call after he's after he quit. Hey, you yeah, when can I come? Oh, I'm sure they called him before. Said Saban's going to step down. We'd like to talk to you. All right, well, keep it, less keep than it that. to yourself. They called him a day before, two days before. Yeah, a couple days. Saban's going to retire. We'd like to see you. Probably. Yeah. I don't think they had that much leeway. Yeah. But still, the fact is, you don't. See, I got to think about this and talk to my family. And yeah, when you need me there, I'm on my way. Guys, other reputable sites have debunked Landing being in Tuscaloosa. That's from Gary Pinkle's cell phone etiquette. What reputable site, if you don't mind me asking, I would love to cite it. Because I wasn't aware of Lanning being in Tuscaloosa. This dude had no upside to say, my sources say, like, I, I don't know. He went out on Front Street on live television. So who was that reporter? A guy in Eugene who used to work in Tuscaloosa, if I'm not mistaken. Jackson Man, more information. I don't know. That is correct, yeah. That is a... So what, what, I mean, so he's like a local TV guy? I think his name is Scoopy McScooperson. No! Mm -hmm. uh, his name Talty, is... But he's the look new, at him now. He's the new Talty. How can I say, look at him now. <laughs> his name is Brandon Cameraman. Doug Brandon Cameraman. Cameraman is his last name. What a great this name. Abs he absolutely yeah. destined man scoops like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> scoops Cameraman. Scoops Cameraman. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sports Illustrated is also reporting it. That he's in Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm, and they're crediting Cameraman. Oh, well then. So they haven't really verified anything. They're just, everybody's going with what he said. I don't know. It's easy to verify now with private planes and where it went, where it going. You could track those things all yeah, the time. Yeah, somebody texted yeah. in that there's a flight tracker that shows a private jet from Eugene to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, then he's there. But I mean, I need <laughs> to. I just like see the report. I wouldn't count out how not excited the high-profile former Pac-12, now Big Ten coaches are about the travel and the logistics and recruiting challenges they are facing. DeBoer, Lanning, and Riley are super live for any open jobs. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. That's a great point. Uh, would you leave a dream job, though, just because your your flight 
every other week is going to be an hour and a half longer than they used to be? Well, I don't think Kalen DeBoer's dream job was Washington. I don't think Dan Lanning's dream job was Oregon. Lincoln Riley in, in USC, that may be closer to a dream job, but he's also still young. I would say this, and Riley's not dealing with it right now because his stock is down, but with Lanning and DeBoer in particular, in college football, my God, you have to strike while the iron's hot. And uh, you just take a look at the, the list of recent winners of Coach of the Year, and you'll go, holy crap. Some of these guys are out of football, and I'm talking about recent ones. Um, Doug, guess who the Coach of the Year was last year? Eddie Robinson, Coach of the Year. Uh, Once I say it, you go, yeah. But Did, I did you say time. last year? That's right. Not, not, not 2023, but 2022. 2022. Right. And your question was... Who was the yeah. who was the assistant? Putting my one-year-old to bed move. <laughs> who was the assistant coach of the year? No, 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 no. no. That's the Broyles Award. Your question this is the was, Eddie Robinson. So who was the big overall right. coach of the year in in what the NFL? You're asking? No, 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 no. College, college football. football, and his initials would have been what? SD. Uh, Sandy Duncan. <laughs> Sandy Duncan from the Hogan family. Right, so they played Peter I... Pan. Oh, you're going to get it, Doug. Keep going. Uh, yeah, once you say Sandy Duncan, you're hot. Yeah. Uh, it kind of uh, rolls off the top. Uh, uh, S- Steve Dawson? No, he didn't get it. He uh, had a lot of votes. Second the, second letter for the coach. Of, oh. Who was the coach of TCU? There yeah, you go. There you go. Sonny Dykes. Oh, so, oh yeah. there you Sonny, go. Yeah. That's Sonny what Dykes I was better say. get it going this year because mm-hmm. Sonny Dykes was under 500. <laughs> Uh, 2021, Luke Fickle. He's now in Wisconsin. Didn't necessarily have a big year mm-hmm. in Madison. Jamie Chadwell, the year before he was at Coastal Carolina, he's now at Liberty. Ed Orgeron, 2019, fired in 2021. Doug, uh, you knew Bill Clark? Yeah, I would have gotten all these. You're just rattling off the names. Bill Clark is no longer in football, but he was the coach. Part of that was health-related. He had a back issue, but uh, he was the coach at UAB, out of football three years later. Scott Frost the year before, 2017. Uh, of course, everybody remembers Mike McIntyre and Boulder in 2016. So you get the idea. Your stock skyrockets. Four right. months ago, if Harrison Mevis misses a kick against K-State, and that would have you know, been preceded by the delay of game penalty, the crap we would have been hearing across the state and throughout the SEC would have been Eli Drinkwitz maybe losing yeah. his job. And these things happen very quickly. So if you are Kalen DeBoer, who has been very successful everywhere he's been, but he's also, I think, like 12 years young, uh, older than Lanning, um, I think you strike while the iron's hot. And I, I certainly wouldn't fault them for doing so, no. if, if that is their goal. At the same time, if you're like, yeah, I'm happy. I don't really care about the pressure that will come with, you know, whether it be Alabama or whichever domino then opens up the next job, I, I get staying. It just depends. It's all about what a person's personal goals are. College football, the, the players change so quickly that you can have a really good quarterback one year and get 10 or 11 wins, and he graduates, and now you got nobody, and you got six or seven wins, and all the, the, the backers are so impatient to win every single year, they don't have any patience for a, a coach to struggle a year or two. It moves super quick, especially yeah. now at the portal. And the hell that is the December schedule. Uh, Dave Aranda, I know that's not a name most people will remember, but, I mean, in 2021, he was the golden boy. Um, and they beat uh, Oklahoma 
and won uh, what finished 12 and two in the Big 12 at Baylor. And just this past, you know, like a month and a half ago, there was talk that he might get fired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at Baylor, it's just, it goes quickly. So seize the moment. And yeah. I would imagine, uh, again, it just depends on what your priority is. If you're just sitting there going, hey, I'm comfortable, then I, God bless. I respect that. But at the same time. Probably be a good go thing quick. to do is to What's say, that? I'm comfortable. I'm making a lot of money here. I'm successful here. I'll just stay here. That'd probably be a really wise move for a lot of coaches. To me, I'd want the Michigan job if that opened up. So if I'm... I, Why is that? I know there's a lot of pressure, but I think there's going to be more pressure at Alabama, and you're following a legend, a god. I know Harbaugh brought the national championship to Michigan. Maybe that'll ease their tension in a transition period to a new coach. And I like the version of the Big Ten that's going to happen. Big Ten football is gritty. It's tough to watch sometimes, but I think with the, you know... You, you, you put your USC's in there, I, I think it changes the landscape of the whole conference. I love it. I, I would rather take that job than follow Nick Saban. I realize there's a lot more perks being in the SEC and being in nicer weather, but uh, me and Michigan. Doug, as you know, Shrimply Pibbles uh, met with Mark Hanna two days ago and sends in pictures <laughs> of his wife. Right. Uh, and he's also an active Power Mizzou poster, and he has this report for us. Uh, this just came in. Just tuning in, Power Mizzou has all the inside info. Someone says Nike is going to be out of money in a few years. Someone else says Drink wouldn't take the Bama job. Uh, a lot of big brains over there. Gabe might jump off of the top of Jesse Hall today. Mm. That's from Shrimply Pibbles with his report, so he just filed that. What well, did Nike just lose some big sponsorship? Uh, Tiger Woods, they parted so with. So they're out of money now. He just like golf. that. Yeah, I think. Plays right. golf with uh, Riggs. He had a long drive contest with Riggs yesterday. Did you see that? I saw some of that video. Good for those guys. That was actually great. Uh, great. Tiger video. got down on his knees and out drove Riggs. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> and it looks like Dan Rappaport's upset that he wasn't part of it. Yeah, I saw he had to retract his tweet. What happened? He made. He, he basically. Doug Dan Rappaport. He's so upset. Okay. Who Apparently, is Dan Rappaport? I don't know. I don't know. Just I'll give you it. context. So, like, he's a barstool golf reporter, and okay. he's part of the foreplay. He's the newest edition of foreplay. So he wasn't in the video. It was just the regular. Is he form. normally in the videos? I think he does his own personal videos okay. with golfers. I don't know if he. He's is. in a lot of the foreplay videos. Okay, right. I just wanted to make sure I got that right. But he tweeted out, "Great video. I'm glad the decision was made to keep me out because the vibe would have completely changed. I'm very happy for the guy that what they've grown in eight years." So he's trying to point out that he's glad just the original foreplay guys were able to, you know, kind of fulfill that destiny of getting Tiger Woods in the video, and he felt like he would have changed the vibe of it. But he made it all about him. You know, that's what people took a shot at is, oh, me, 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 look at me. You always got to put yourself in the mix. Then he Like, how is that. something associated with a parent company getting a chance to play golf with a guy who's pretty private, especially with that kind of stuff, like a negative. I don't. I don't know. I, whatever. I, I'm not as and active Tiger a follower was of this. Awesome in there. Like yeah, he was super. I mean, getting down on his knees and holy crap. I liked it. I don't like a ton of barstool stuff, but foreplay they they do hit it out of the ballpark. How far could he hit it on his knees? It looked every bit of two fifty. <laughs> Same old club as always. I Did, guess. Didn't he have yeah. a shorter club or anything? He hit a 250? Oh, yeah. I, I don't no, know. Yeah, I see the video. It was, yeah. it was unbelievable. I don't really know right. how the hell you do yeah, that. But right. at the same time, he has done stuff that no one's ever done before. 
Uh, Michigan is losing 14 starters and staring down two investigations. Only a stoned hot take clown takes that job over oh. Bama. That's from 2023 Milagro Tequila January listener. Now you don't know the what month. the allegations. Beer cats. You don't know what the allegations are going to come down. Maybe they kind of dissolve like North Carolina does if Harbaugh goes to yeah, the Yeah, they're a blue blood. Nothing will happen. Kansas, yeah, like, nothing. have we seen those any of those teams really get a beat down and a yeah. shakedown from the NCAA? Mm-mm. And I just said I like, like, the future, I, not next year or maybe the year after, but I like the Big Ten and how they changed and how they added teams. I think it'll change kind of the style of play. And I think being in Ann Arbor is cool, and I wouldn't want to follow Nick Saban. That was my only thing. Like, probably being in Alabama recruiting-wise will be better. I think I'm I sure. asked this a week or so ago. Is the Big Ten now going to be in, like, two divisions still? Or how are they going to divide that up? Yeah, legends and leaders. I, that didn't go over Which well. also is the worst thing to happen to naming that, but also yeah. how one-sided each one is to the other. Um, I don't know. I don't think they've announced that yet. It's gonna be well, they better get for- to it, wouldn't you think? <laughs> going to be a free-for-all. Oh, they're still adding teams. I think they're done for now. And that's 16 or 18? I, I honestly forgot. I don't think that information has been made public. I th- it's at least 16. 18. Eight. 18 <laughs> teams. Jackson has a source. So you can't do 4, 4, 4, and 4. Cameraman. And get four different uh, <laughs> Cameraman making 12 grand in Eugene. That scoops cameraman up there in Eugene. <laughs> Funny, man. Uh, Somebody just sent in a screenshot of Blue Bloods Bias. Doug, do you follow Blue Bloods Bias? it's another one I don't Bias. We're going to learn a lot about a lot of people with a lot of sources over the next 24 hours. Uh Um, Confirm, 24-7 sports. I don't know if this is real, though. I don't know if this is. Does anybody know? if like I don't know if this is a parody account. I have no idea. I see Gangster Pete follows it. Uh, 24-7 Sports is reporting that Oregon head coach Dan Lanning is not in Tuscaloosa right now. Oh, this is about him being... Earlier, a Eugene TV station claimed that Lanning was in town following Saban's retirement. This claim was, in caps, not true. And the Oregon coach is not in Alabama. Where 24-7's Oregon writer, Matt, Doug, do you pronounce it Prame or yeah. Prame? Prame. The quote, the mass hysteria coaching rumors create on this app are hilariously yet painfully incredible. Dan Lanning is not in Tuscaloosa tonight. Come on, people. Um, so that well, uh, you can say that, but you you cited no source at all. Just come on, people. You didn't say where he, where he was or why he was like Matt Pram and Gabe need to get together on a call and just vent. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know about. Bill Cameraman or Matt Preem until just now. But that doesn't mean that they're not right. The only reason but you know what? Someone's wrong. Yeah. That's yep. what we know. The only reason I included it and made it, because I saw like Sports Illustrated crediting them and saying and reporting it. So I thought that that was like, you know, my second source essentially, even though it's only one source reporting it. Right. Why is this dude want to drag his reputation through the mud on local Eugene television saying his source that he has in Tuscaloosa Said he, I, I just don't get the upside. Yeah, he doesn't sure. get any more money on local television for breaking that story. Uh, he, I disagree with you on that. Really? And of course, man. I do so with the utmost respect. No, I get it. I, it's I, an I opportunity. If you are the one who breaks the story and you're working in that market, now, if you're working in a market and you actually are making some money, that's a different situation. But I would imagine he's in his 20s and, you know, it's probably not a high income position. 
yeah. that this this is, and he's certainly hungry. And and by the way, he may be right. Al, I don't know. Yeah. If, but if you're Dan, if you're Dan Lanning, and the local TV station where your college is is reporting that you're in Alabama, you call him up. And go, don't you? Yeah. If you're not, don't you say, "I'm right here." I'm right here. Have your agent. You have reps. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, that, I, I don't know if I'd, because then they go, well, are you interested in the job? You know, that's the immediate thing. But, you know, your report, you know, I think you is could not talk accurate. your way around that. Right. You could talk your way around that. But he's young and hip and cool. What he could have done is he's sitting on his couch with, like, an Oregon poster or jersey on his, like, living room. You know, make it fun and cool. Don't have any questions related to it. Just kind of prove that, hey, I'm actually just chilling in my Eugene mansion. Well, just for the sake of his players. I'm sure the ones there in Oregon would like to hear that he's not in Oregon or he's not in Alabama right now. He could go on social media and say, don't worry, Duck Nation. I'm here. I'm going nowhere. Yeah, right. He probably texted him for hey, if I go to Bama, you ready to roll with me? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Twitter reporters definitely didn't go to Mizzou Journalism School. Yeah, Doug, we kind of are a little above. Right, so our standards are higher. Just like that cuck who reported the Kevin Hayes involvement and got roasted last night by Tortorella. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I don't know if we can pull that sound. It was on the Twitter tweets. Uh, yeah, I can find that was... That was good, and I know you're you're what are you a big Belichick, Saban, and Torts fan? Those are your. I don't care for them. I don't like your, angry coaches. <laughs> they have the dream jobs, seconds. and they're yeah. so darned angry, mad at the world, get the world by the tail. I have it, but okay. I think it's just a 50 second okay. clip. Correct? You talked to a reporter that. Uh, yes, I believe so. Is the is the guy here? Is there? Doesn't the guy here that that caused Kevin Hayes a problem? Yes. You? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do you think Kevin Hayes is going to do something like that? It's Any last questions? First, I'm letting the first two buy him. It, it just it pisses me off that, that you guys throw that around and affect someone's life. No, Kevin Hayes and I had a problem. Uh, we couldn't come to an agreement how to play. That's a good man. That's a good man. And, and what you said... He's going to stay with them. It'll, it'll, that, that's what you guys don't understand. You say something, and you're going to sit there and say you have the right source. And I call b- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Was a huge fan. The, that's huge, amazing. Fan, I, huge fan of that. And by the way, they were coming off of a shootout win, so he wasn't pissy. Uh, and his team uh, is 21-14 and 14 now after uh, beating the Canadiens last night. So that wasn't an angry thing. That was a guy who was actually on a high. And I realize he certainly is, you know, whether loved or hated, and I think there's probably more of the latter when it comes to him. Unlike Saban and Belichick, he's been bouncing around. But I was a big fan of that. Big fan of that. That was awesome. I hope there's more and more of that. Where this, That's why I was such a—I I have nothing against Doug Gottlieb, but the thing with Freddie Freeman and his agent, I loved that the agent sued him and went after him. Yeah. There's got to be accountability for making crap up. And— you know, or not not getting corroborating sources. As I mean, that that is a Missouri journalism thing. But that, I would imagine it's any place, even a local community college with you know a broadcast program. You get two sources. But now, if there's no accountability, people just throw crap out there. It can negatively affect people's lives. And there's Kevin Hayes, who has just kind of gone about his business in St. Louis yesterday, or two days ago, as Jeremy Rutherford told us talking for four minutes about the death threats he got and people sending messages that they were happy that his brother died uh, because of what this podcast said. And apparently, as Rutherford said, not apparently, Rutherford said it, that it was just a fan podcast, but then the Flyers brought it in and it made it their 
team podcast. So it isn't, you know, just kind of like a guy in their 20s trying to get Twitter followers. And what do they accuse Hayes of again for those who... That he told their fifth overall pick who they had to trade because he wanted nothing to do with playing for the Flyers yeah. uh, not to play in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's right. The problem is this kid is like Captain America on the U.S. junior team too, so he might be a really good player that they were kind of forced to trade. I, I, I get, Apparently in the NHL, college can kind of have that upper hand. Uh, and that's why... You know, you kind of, they kind of are wary to draft them because they can go back to college. You have rights for them, but yeah. they like, can kind like of Jimmy hold Snipes. it by the balls. Yeah. Uh, yeah Larry Thornton uh, says, in today's world, often these college student reporters are the ones to trust uh, because they game and stream with the kids on the teams and they know them away from the field. Might not apply here because it's a coach, but they often have a scoop. That's from Larry Thornton. I agree with that, and I can speak to that. When um, I was in Columbia, and that's obviously pre-social media, so I agree with that that perspective. I don't know on the coach stuff, um, as Larry points out, because you're not necessarily interacting with the coaches. But I would imagine a lot of times when these quote kids, as in the student reporters, are the ones breaking the stories, it's because they're getting it from a player they're friends with. Yeah, and a lot of people hear something. True or not, they hear it and it's juicy, and they just can't help themselves. They've yeah. got to go report it. They got to say it somewhere. You just tweet what I just tweeted, and you're safe. You don't have to worry about that. Do you want to read my tweet? Oh, let's do get back to you. What, what did you What did you tweet? Well, though? I'm telling you how you're safe. You can tweet. You don't okay. have to call, give us a tweeting. Throw message. something out of the throw something up at the wall and hope it sticks. <laughs> and you're right. And if you're wrong, then you look like but nobody knows who you are anyway. So you're not losing anything. So tell us what you tweeted. I just said my sources are telling me that Dan Lanning may or may not be in you in Tuscaloosa. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. You dragging these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But we that's not true either because you don't have any sources telling you that. Well, I had one source. <laughs> What source? Well, what are you going to do with it? Camera, no. Cameraman. You said your source. That's my source. He told me that he was in there, and the other guy said uh, he wasn't. So those are my two sources. May or may not be there. What did the Greg Lansky tweet say? <laughs> <laughs> the problem with, uh, and, and, Tim, and Tim brought it up. The problem is, and you have guys like Gottlieb that are like on the on the fringe of even being relevant anymore. And, and they see that. And I've worked with Gottlieb. He's got an ego. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, when well, did you work with Doug Gottlieb? I can't remember that. Let me get the, me get the I, oven mitts on. Engineer <laughs> 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 Design yes, Facilities, Doug. They're the ones who, Thank you for the who sponsor these uh, oven mitts. Okay. And uh, we are very grateful for their support. Nicky, just real quickly before you tell us about your run with Doug Gottlieb. Go ahead and blister uh, so I'm going to tell the audience how they can run into uh, the EDF group sponsor of Doug. How does, you feel like a lobster when you put them on? I do, because, you know... <laughs> It's like a, a pinching motion you can make with these, things, yeah. with the big thumbs. Is that my best friend's wedding where there was gentlemen dressed up as lobsters? Jackson, was that good or bad? I don't think I've ever seen the film. Do you like that it was called a film, Doug? Or do you ever... No, we don't need that. If someone's dressed up as a lobster, it's not a film. It's just a movie. <laughs> do you want to support the EDF group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF group.com. The EDF group is high and will prevent your facility from having high fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at 
the edfgroup.com. It is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. And we are in our Munganass St. Louis Acura 7 o'clock hour. I was out there yesterday, Doug. They serviced my whip. Yep. Saw Clayton Patterson. Talked to Jamie Burkhard. Did you? Yeah, I'm just a muckety mucks. Yeah, the muckety mucks. You can work with them as well. St. Louis Acura.com and Alton Toyota.com. Boy, oh boy. Talked to Peter Munganass as well. Oh boy, they're real muckety mucks. And we were talking about the new vehicles they have on the lot. They have inventory. uh, Hundreds of new vehicles. Uh, So if you are looking for a new car, that's the place to go. StLouisAcura.com or AltonToyota.com. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Munganess Burkhardt. Alton Toyota, sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown, which Iggy won last week and we will have for you coming up in our 8 o'clock hour, but the 7 o'clock hour is sponsored by Munganess St. Louis Acura, Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, and Iggy would like to tell us about how Doug Gottlieb's a problem. Okay. I wonder how those crowns are selling. Crowns. I see, I see Doug commercials. Gottlieb's website? No, no, no. <laughs> we talking dental implements now? No, no, out at uh, St. Louis Acura. They have crowns? Well, it's an Acura. Acura crown? Yeah. It is? It's called a crown. I saw, I saw a commercial for it. It's a God. This thing was beautiful. It's red, with like black yeah, interior. Wow. Sedan or SUV or what? Sedan. It's beautiful. An anyway, I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I'm just curious if they're selling. Uh, they sell everything out. They set sales records out there. They have. Yeah, it's because of the people that. That's exactly that you work right, with. man. That's the truth. Can't say enough good things. But Iggy, you want to say good things about Doug Gottlieb? Yeah, a nice enough guy. I mean, <laughs> I produced uh, when the Final <laughs> Four was in St. Louis. <laughs> ESPN called me and said. We need a local producer to work with with Gottlieb and uh, Bobby Valvano. They're doing the their shows from out of St. Louis. That's Jimmy's brother, yeah. Um, and I said, sure. So we did the shows from Mike Shannon's restaurant. Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> and it was my job just to grab players and coaches who were there for the Final Four and get them on the show, which I did. Um, but he always had... You know, yeah, go talk to him. I said, well, he's around about 20 other people. Uh, he knows me. Just tell him I want him on. He'll come on. He, that's the kind of attitude he had. Um, but when you, you're you on that, like, periphery of being even recognized on your radio show anymore, guys like that will come up with crap like that and know they're going to get clicks. They know they're going to get their, their sound bites all over the place. So they do that kind of stuff to make themselves relevant for a period of time. And that's what Gottlieb did with the Freddie Freeman thing. He had no idea, hmm. but he makes something up. He got all kinds of attention for it. Gottlieb steal any of your fashion sense or credit cards? No, I think it wore a lot of sweatshirts. I think we might have received a hundred texts that Acura does not make a crown. I, I believe I, it's Toyota. I mean Toyota. Not Toyota. Well, they wouldn't have it then. <laughs> yeah, but well, I didn't. I, I was at the wrong dealer. Toyota. I was we at the wrong dance. dealership. I was at the wrong dealership. St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. Acura Crown. Like, so Alton Toyota. So yes, <laughs> that's I was, in the, off the I was tongue right. We were just talking about Toyota Crown. We were talking about Peter Munganass, <laughs> and we were talking about Clayton, which is an Acura, but Jamie is out at Alton Toyota, which do do crowns. Yeah. I knew they had crowns. You do. I'm yeah. just curious if they sell them. <laughs> So I haven't heard many. I haven't MDX, heard many people talk about them, but the MDX, the RDX, the TLX, I think. Yeah, those I are all SUVs, though. Well, two of them. No, are. The, yeah, two of them. Are. I think the MDX or the RDX is a sedan. <laughs> so I drove no, one. The of RDX those. Isn't, is an SUV. Have no, they thought about is. hiring you part time? <laughs> to me, I'm driving a Rav. Yeah, he did. He already went out there and sold. <laughs> I know. I think I'm driving. I'm driving cars. a Rav Four. I don't know if the twelve cars I sold, if one of them was a Crown, but it wouldn't have been because we were at Acura, we weren't at a Toyota. 
Jamie was thinking of me. He goes, no, you're going to do it at Akron. Is that a North Point? I don't need you to drive all the way out to Alton. Yeah. So he was thinking of me. You didn't try to sell any Toyotas there at the Acura dealership, did you? No, I didn't. I sold Acuras. <laughs> okay. 12 in one day you sold? Yeah. Really? Clayton says pretty good for a Saturday. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Gosh. Look at this, look at that. That's the whole dealership sold 12 or just you? Did that be somebody car alarm? You could <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at this, look at that. <laughs> That's what I said. That's just you walking through the row of cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Doug, Jamie Burkhardt, uh, whose name's on the dealership, just texted it, right to my phone, OMG. <laughs> I think that's an endorsement of the endorsement. I think so. Toyota Crown. Jamie, you sell them? <laughs> no. Sideways now? No. I'm just curious. how. They, I was asking a question. Are they selling well? Because they look gorgeous. They sell great out there. Yeah, I mean, they were really, they selling were, records. I know. Like, yes, that's what I was talking with. In when I was talking with Peter and Clayton, we were talking about how they were one of the top dealerships in America. They really are, and it's that's going up against cities that uh, are are bigger. Yeah, I'm not saying they're no sell. I'm saying, do, have you sold a lot of the crowns? I know they sell. They don't have a ton of cars. In Alton, you go to to get your crown. Doug, we've lost oh, another God. listener. We lost Swinghaven board member on Friday, <laughs> although he came back yesterday. Mayor Don is no longer listening. <laughs> well, I'm out, guys. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, Mayor Don, <laughs> really yeah, not I, with I, I really, I've really talked a lot this hour for a grand total of about three minutes. I am impressed that you sold 12 cars in one day. Well, the dealership did. Not like I was selling oh, them. But it sounded like you took credit for the selling of the 12. I will, yeah, because I came out that day, and the day I was there, they sold oh, 12. Oh, okay. So I thought you meant your specific... Like, they would have sold none if you hadn't been there, but they sold 12 I, well, they because... Sold, they probably would have sold a ton because they got great salespeople out there, and it's a great product. Yeah. If you were running point on 12 car sales in one day, you should quit radio and start selling cars. Absolutely. Well, it's not a bad idea just in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether you sell the 12 or not. I'd be selling at the best dealership in St. Louis, so we yeah, should have a shot at selling a car. Yeah. I'm just a terrible salesperson. Oh, my God. This is, uh, this is big news. Um, he was nominated for Worst Texture of the Year, and he's now leaving the show. Oh. I'm out, too. This is unbelievable. <laughs> what a moron. Harrison's brother master has just left Oh, the morning yeah. after. Well, don't leave until you pay Jackson. You... Oh, you were going to come. Whoa, 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 Bill, Bill. Bill. We about yeah. had some color commentary there. Yeah, yeah. don't leave until you pay Jackson. What's he owe Jackson? He told Jackson that he would pay him 100 bucks if Iggy caught up the... DraftKings team, and I did. I was pleasantly surprised seeing <laughs> our teacher's assistant, basically, look like a TA just re getting ready for the classroom to start, cutting everything. It looked fantastic. Yeah, and there's even video of it Props just to, to prove that I did it, so. Well, how long did that take you? I don't know. That that thing can't even cut butter. It's really bad. It's oh, is that right? Dull? Yeah. Every once, in a while, like, every once in a while, it wouldn't cut. Sounds like a cat trying to get in water or something. <laughs> 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 So anyway, really yeah, bad. before you leave the show, make sure you Venmo Jackson the money. Uh, 10 out of 10 on this Gottlieb drop mini-jacking. Uh, bonus points because he made space for a live read and because the randomness made it genuinely funny. Also, Gottlieb is a goober, so it's fun to hear him get dragged. Also, great tweet, Mr. Tim. Uh, Doug, that's Brian Henschen, okay. and he is keeping an eye on how this coaching search will impact the Colts and their coach, who, of course, is... Uh, is it Jim Mora? That's correct. I think I'd rather be a, a big-time college coach than an NFL coach now. Me too. You're in so much more control of the of the player. Even though the players can come and go now, you can still pick them as opposed to somebody else 
drafting, the, the players you want aren't there anymore. You, you listen to the agent, you listen to the general manager, you listen to the owner, and as a college coach, it feels like you're pretty much in charge of the whole thing. And in college now with the NIL, college coaching can go, well, it's not my fault my player's leaving. Your NIL collective, you guys need to pay money. Yeah. You know, you can blame the curators. You can blame, like, mm-hmm. you know, donors and be like, hey, we need more money for the employer. It's not my fault these guys are leaving. They're it's not making th- enough. 365-day-a-year job, though. No days off when you're a you got to hire good assistants, recruiting court. you got to be able to delegate as yeah, much but you're as always, you Yeah, but you're always there. If you want a four- yeah. or five-star, you better be there. But yeah, the, the rest of us, a helicopter. Drake does that. The I rest of it. us work all year, too, and we don't make the $10 million a year. Right. I mean, yeah, there's benefits to it. Don't get me wrong. But in the NFL, I would assume that you'd have like a month after the season where you can kind of relax. Now I don't let's think say, that's the case in college. Let's say uh, Eli Drinkwood pulls up to uh, you know helicopters in to watch uh, a three-star. What is the for, – for coaches, do they – Eat a lot of concession stand foods and throw. I doubt it. This is a serious question. <laughs> I doubt it. Stop, Doug. He's probably got five hundred per diem a day. I was wondering if they paid, or if like a Nick Saban at Al- like at Alabama went to a high school in Alabama and goes up to the concession stand and wants like a bag of Skittles and like a, a diet Coke. Someone would get Are they it actually for him. charging them like three seventy five, or what's the situation? This is like that? when we worried about Greg Warren getting to the airport <laughs> for his comedy tour. Uh, I, I assume that they're extremely well-fed and they get pretty much whatever they want. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think I was wrong with the per diem. I guarantee they got a credit card. They just do what they want and then send the receipts in. Probably so. But you go to so many games, I'm just wondering about the consent. Like, you're obviously getting a drink. I know Saban loves his ho-hos and coca how many games? How many games do they really go to, the head coaches? Probably, I, I would guess, 15 a year. You think that many? They don't have to stay the whole game. No. I remember when Gary Pinkle helicoptered into St. Louis U High a few years back. In a big show, and I'm sure that was part of it. Yeah, that's you wait till the game starts, and then everyone sees a helicopter. That's all anyone's talking about. People run to the helicopter. Here he comes. He waves, shakes a few hands. It's a big deal. The coach is here. Yeah. And he stayed for... I don't, I don't know how, maybe a quarter. Yeah, you don't see Drink with the videos like that Mizzou post. It's of him in, like, the daylight when, like, the JV squad is practicing. And here comes Drinkwit talking. You don't see him in, like, the fourth quarter. They're up 30, and Drinkwit is, like, eating, like, a bag of popcorn or, like, a lawn chair. Right. Waiting for the game to end. I'm sure it's probably a show as, as much as anything, because how much can you really tell about a player if you're just there for one quarter of one game? What if he's an offensive player and the team's on defense for most of the quarter? T- turn it left. Yep. I'm just Hotter do that. than the fires of hell. <laughs> you should have felt how cold it was here this morning. It Is was right? insane. So I think somebody had it on the wrong setting. So really? I tried to get the base heat, but it's so small in here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Doug, we've lost another listener. Uh, this is Ken's Wedding Toast. Does he pay for Skittles at high school games? That's it. I'm out too, Tim. I'm sorry. Ken's Wedding Toast. They personalized Come it to on. me. Come on, we can't have riveting sports take all the time, especially for me. I imagine they don't eat a lot of Skittles anyway. Arbor Day won uh, the Milagro Tequila, the listener of your Texter Award. 
and says, today on Renter's Roundtable, how do multimillionaires snack at high school sporting events and monetizing your social media presence for cut and color money? That's today on Renter's Roundtable. What is monetizing social media for cut and color? Did you get a cut and color? No, I can't afford a haircut. Oh, come on. Damn. We can get somebody in here to cut your hair for nothing. We need an NIL collective for this show. I bet I, Learn would cut your hair. Yeah. No, I did, a, I did a cameo yesterday. Or not a cameo. I did a promotion for my cameo. I just did an Instagram and put it on my reel on my story, whatever it's called. What does that have to do with your haircut? No, I just said... Uh, <laughs> it genuinely made it harder for me to figure out what you just said I said, Daddy needs, a, Daddy needs a haircut. So let's get some cameos in. Did you get one? No, I didn't, which so, is unusual. Usually when I promote it, I'll get a couple right away. But Would you accept a haircut from Learn here on no, the show? No, only Orene cuts my hair. Well, where's Orene? <laughs> She's there. <laughs> but I you just, can't afford Orene. I just said I can't afford a haircut right now. How so much is it? I don't know, more than I have. I've got hair that people would die to have. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't you go to Great Clips and get a cut for... I just told you, nobody cuts my hair but Irene. Well, if I'm you... not going to get one from Learn. Why would I get one from so Great Clips? So you're not going to get a haircut ever again? Well, soon I can afford it, I will. Well, you can't afford it, but it's just not from the person you want. Great Clips, I, I got butchered there last time, so I would... It's hard for me to recommend it right now. Yeah, never again. I didn't spring for it. Go to Jerry the Barber in Kirkwood. You're a big fan of his. Yeah. Mayor Don. Yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, what do you want to Number two or four? Who's that? Look, Jerry, I'm sure he's old. Well, yeah. but he doesn't say you want a two or four. Mayor, do Don, <laughs> Mayor Don gave the army cut, the bowl cut, and the buzz cut. That was what he offered. <laughs> Three options, and you took them, and you just said, okay, give me the bowl cut. Yeah. Uh, bowl looks like head. Harrison's brother Master is back. Uh, it was a brief retirement from the show. And, uh, Doug, good news, Harrison's brother, Master, is back and very active yet again. So I guess uh, some of these retirements are, are short-lived. You did a cry for help. What the hell was that? What's a cry for help? I don't know. Harrison's brother, Master, call in 636 Why don't you stay away? Oh. Why don't you just be a man of your word and leave and don't come back? Doing the whole thing. Uh, Tom Traven writes about cook gloves and says, Is Ken paying Hubbard for this cameo plug or is this just plugola? Doug, that's Tom Traven who uh, condemns payola and plugola. Well, both I, didn't, I didn't say anything about my cameo. <laughs> I didn't tell you what my name is on cameo. I didn't say go get it. I just told you what I did yesterday on my Instagram. I'm not plugging anything here. Want to know how baller I am? $100 haircuts for me. Holler at Shelby. All you brocos in Cottoville can go to Men's Hair Saloon or something. That's from Shrimply Pibbles. Mm. Doug Shrimply Pibbles sends yeah. him pictures of his Mine wife and also about... monitors Power Mizzou for Mine us. Mine costs about that. that right? You pay $100 to get your hair cut? <laughs> it takes me two years to rack up a $100 bill on a, my total of haircut. Yeah. Two a year. 20 a pop. Huh. I, I, gotta, I, I may go, have to go to Sports Clip. May up, have to upgrade the price, but I also may get that hot towel treatment. No it, bill. It would be a very valuable skill to learn how to cut hair, especially if you had a bunch of kids. 100%. To, to avoid that 15 or $20 once or twice a month, once a month anyway. That'd be a nice thing yeah, to do. There used to be one of the St. Louis called Jack LaPlante. Jack LaPlante Hair School. Big thing out in, I think, Ellisville, Manchester, Baldwin, somewhere in that area. Big old building. My brother went there. There's one now on Watson Road, Grabber School of Design. Yeah. And those, those people make good money. Oh, yeah. Those hairstylists, they make, I mean, well into six figures. Yeah, Anna, the uh, stone-faced caddy's a hairstylist. 
Why so stone-faced? <laughs> Isn't she happy now that she's making the big bucks? <laughs> she was always happy. You're the one that called her that. <laughs> no, I didn't call her stone-faced. Yes, you did. I, well, I, I didn't see it. I was just repeating what others have said. I don't think she was happy with it either. Oh. Well, it figures not, because she was stone-faced. Well, I only go to Oreen. What, <laughs> what happens if Oreen's not there, if she retires or something? Then, then I would what? have to find somebody else, but... How does Oreen at this, after all this relationship, doesn't do a payment plan? You can't give her like a 30 up front and then... I wouldn't do that You know, her. 20 next week. I and... wouldn't do that to her. I know, but I think Oreen, she's part of this show now, it she seems is. like. She's probably got a lot of business from this. She could cut you some slack. 50% off. I'll go to her when I can afford a haircut. Well, when's that going to be? Yeah, maybe never. Oh. oh, man, you're going to look like... Well, well, well. My hair may be down my back again like it was a few Ooh. years ago. Crystal Gale. That's when you yeah. should start your OnlyFans. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can do yeah. an ASMR. You can cut like an inch of hair off each day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I look, at, subs. I look at some of those pictures from the AVNs back in the day. I was like, God, why did I let my hair go that long? I mean, I think it was hanging over my shoulders. I had it in a ponytail. But you talked it over with um, a, a variety of adult stars, and we're in the room of Cherie DeVille and Alex Lynx. Yeah. How about that, Doug? Mm, I don't yeah, know. They seem to dig Heavy long hitters. hair, but I don't like long hair. It takes too long in the shower. I don't know how women do it. It's not the size of the oh, dog sorry. in the fight. It's the size of the dog in the, the, size of the, dog in the fight. <laughs> I had to be playing. That's one of the funniest ones. I've had requests for it, and I, had, I, I forgot. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. Dude, Larry has some of the most heaviest of hitters <laughs> on the drops, and I was... Requested. Uh, send your emails in for our design air heating and cooling email of the day. Doug, I have this. This is one every time I do the design air read. I go, what's the forecast now? It actually warmed up for Monday and Tuesday. Let's see if it's warming Not up. So, much. hawk. Ooh, wow. We're, now we're back down. Now we are below zero for our lows on no, Tuesday no. and Wednesday. And we have a low of four on Sunday, a low of nine with wind on Saturday, and uh, rain today and tomorrow. As uh, this uh, storm front comes through, gets up to a uh, low of 20 on Thursday, and then we're back down to a low of 9 on Friday and a low of Saturday the next weekend. So, sweet mother of mercy, winter is here. If you have problems with your furnace, go to designairservice.com and work with the great Seth Goldcamp and his staff. They took care of my furnace and uh, did that furnace tune-up at the start of the cold weather months. If you run into an issue, especially with how cold temperature is going to be over the next 7 to 10 days, go to designairservice.com and work with Seth and his staff. You'll be thrilled that you did. They're not going to upsell you. They are truly outstanding at what they do. Doug is a client. I'm a client. Iggy's a client. Designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, a QFTA daily episode from last uh, night. Uh, titled, is that virgin wearing a shawl? I think that's what it's titled. Why is that virgin wearing a shawl? Uh, that is up and available for you in your listening pleasure. Uh, Doug, why don't you tell me about our title sponsor? That would be Brown and Crouppen. And uh, the three principals, Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, Ed Herman, they've all been in here, spoken with us. We've gotten to know them uh, quite well. And uh, as you can tell, if you've been listening... Wonderful guys, the kind of guys you'd like to have arguing your case, should you have one. If you have a potential personal injury case, 
Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm here to serve you. Been around since 1979 has grown into one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire Midwest. You want that local firm. You want the people who know the ins and outs of your case and the local environment. They know the lawyers here. They know the judges. They know the courts. These guys have been around. They've seen it all, and they've done it all. They also treat their clients and their employees like gold. They've been voted one of the best workplaces for years in the area. Brown and Crouppen realizes that happy employees are the key to providing the best client experience. Big part of the community. They value that as well. They're involved in many charities and community events, everything from Annie Malone and Sister Strut to Stray Rescue. They will give you a free evaluation. If you think you've got a case, not sure, it's free to call them and talk about it. They'll work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid, and they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them. I'll give that phone number now. Here it is. 314-222-2222. Easy to remember, 314-222-2222. Or go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure you let them know you heard about it here on TMA. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results. Every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. Send your emails in for that design air heating and cooling email today. What a leaderboard we have. I mean, this is like a master's leaderboard. Brian Henschen. Buck Swope, Kevin Miller, the JV golf coach, and the return of Maury and Little Jack, Doug. I mean, mm. what a leaderboard. Yeah, that's what a, else could you ask quite a for? Board. Quite uh, send yours in to compete with the greats the morning after at InsideSTL.com. That comes your way at 945. It's sponsored to you by Design Air Heating and Cooling online at DesignAirService.com. Uh, Jackson, then you and I are going to do a balloon party at 10, uh, Doug always likes to know what's what's kind of mapped out for the show. Yeah, what's mapped out? A little Thursday thoroughfare, discussing a lot of uh, what like we discussed that. in this segment with Belichick out and Saban leaving, the domino effect that could lead to all of this. Not to mention giving you a, a preview of tonight's matchup with the blue shirts. So much on, on the docket. One hour just isn't enough. Gosh. It sounds ah. like it's just jam-packed with content. Yesterday, uh... I don't know how it... Oh, somebody texted in, Tim, you should appreciate Piddles more. Uh, it's tough to find a good heel these days. And then I uh, pivoted from uh, Mount Rushmore of St. Louis athletes. Would the NBA work in St. Louis? Oh, did you? To another kind of Lewis and Clark kind of bold, nobody's done this before, favorite heel in professional wrestling history, at which point Jackson began to say that he couldn't come up with one, uh, does not recognize professional wrestling in any capacity and was not familiar with wrestling at the chase being a real thing. And uh, as you can imagine, uh, they were not happy. That's the, the Ledoux coming out in him. Mm-hmm. You couldn't name one bad guy in wrestling history? No. I've never watched wrestling. Well, part of me says, good for you. <laughs> the other part says, how have you missed com- out completely on a pretty big chunk of American culture? It wasn't that big in my age range. I'm back. Yeah. There's a lot more on he TV when I was a kid than someone, you know, like Plowsy's yeah. age even. Mm-hmm. A lot more to watch, a lot yeah. more options. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. So, like, Herb and Private Citizen Pete didn't get together and Not watch? Not a single one of my friends ever watched it either. Wait, jump right we'll, in. We'll do or Mizzou. And like most, you're not paying attention on Tuesday mornings either. Oh, wow, Larry Nickel just took a bullet. He really did. God I'm sorry, my. Larry. How about Dick the Bruiser? You know that name at all? I, I like legitimately, and I know so little about wrestling. Jackson uh, from the TMA Instagram account posted that clip 
on Balloon Party. And Joe Roderick was immediately my DMs, not happy about it. No, I mean I, I don't like I don't want to disparage people who do love it and enjoy watching it because that's how they want to spend their leisure time. God bless. It's going to be a slobberknocker. But I just couldn't imagine paying again, paying yeah. pay-per-view money to watch. To me, what is pure nonsense? Yeah, it is really weird. I'm with you there. It is really weird. Like that it, so many people are caught up in it. If the acting was better, like from the few clips oh. I've seen, yeah, maybe it'd be more believable. And I know some stars have come from it, whether it be The Rock or John Cena, but not for me, man. Not I think for there's me. a there's a correlation there with how the so many of the top movies now are superhero nonsense movies. That's kind of what pro wrestling is too. It's like superhero soap opera stuff. Right. Burke is lying. We used to all dress up in our buddies' wrestling singlets and wrestle on the trampoline. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. Mm. Doug, he listens in New Hampshire. No. No. Nope. That did not happen. 100% on the same page as Jackson. People our age who watched wrestling were uncut chubbies who liked dark basements and funyuns. That's from Wedding Tackle. They're uncut? I don't know. Funyuns are kind of a, a nice treat, though, aren't they? My God, they're fire. Yeah. Whose breasts are these? Oh, Mr. Sider sending in a picture. Doug is, oh, there's Dior. That's Dior Baird. Uh, Doug, look at that. Wow, boy, my God. Iggy, you want to take a look, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess he got a leak. Uh, yeah, I wonder where Mr. Sider's. Uh, KG in O-Town, for the record, says he's efforting Dior Baird to be on the show. Yeah, okay. Okay. Did he call the phone number that he had? Occasionally, no time did you call the phone number. I mean, that would be efforting. Just call that number and see if it's any good. It's either good or it's not good. Occasionally, no time you can call in six three six nine zero. Oh, this guy tends to make stuff happen. That's for sure. Yeah, but I will say, if I would have spent yesterday digging into it, she'd be on the show today. Why didn't you dig into it? I let KG run with it. Hey, you little effing New Hampshire bitch. You're walking around New Hampshire with my protein inside of your colon. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Jesus. From Belleville. That got him suspended. He's gone? Yes. He's recovering a alcoholic from Belleville has just been suspended again. This time he's been suspended a period of two days' time, and he's been fined. He's been fined. He's been fined $20. Yeah. Goes to the Iggy's haircut fund. <laughs> So he went up to New Hampshire just to do that and came back? Who went to New Hampshire now? (laughs) Recovering alcoholic. I mean, he had to go to New Hampshire to do that. He was in Baltimore when they were there. There was some crossover. Oh, okay. Okay. And that love's still in there? How long do you think it would last up in your colon? Oh. Probably only a cycle or two. (laughs) Cycle? Cycle of what? You know. Don't be coy. Ah! As soon as you took a nice recreational, I think it would come out. Right. Recycle one. Best producer in the city, my ass. That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. Iggy, why don't you dunk on KG in O-Town and get her on? Who is the best producer? I I said I used to be. I'm not a producer anymore. (laughs) Tex doesn't make sense. Do you miss your producing days? No, (laughs) No, it was a hassle. It was a lot of work. Uh, Chairman Stephen Wildwood won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year and says, I guess Larry and Iggy have something in common. Tell us that Gottlieb story again because we haven't heard it 25 times. There's blood on all of your hands. Anytime you ask Iggy to tell a story after mentioning a tidbit, newsflash, he's told it multiple times. Chairman Stephen Wildwood might be exiting the show now. Oh, Yeah, well, there wasn't a producer in this city that could touch me. (laughs) The the people that text into the show and text into the YouTube or whatever... 
you aren't the only people listening to the show. We have new people come on the show all the it's time. Like, and maybe you've never heard that story before. Right, wonderful. So if you had to sit through those 30 seconds of me telling it again, I apologize. Yeah. You know, put the 8 o'clock beer down. The 8 o'clock beer? <laughs> and go do something else while I'm telling the story. It only took like a minute. When is it appropriate to start drinking beer? <laughs> I don't know. Depends on what college football game you're at. If Mizzou's kicking off at 11, as soon as you wake up, fight really? Tiger. At no point in my life could I do that. Ever. Not in college? No, not in the morning. Couldn't ever do it. Yeah, those were, I know it's done. Those were weird mornings when you'd wake up and crack a beer as soon as you woke up. Because you just had probably 15 <laughs> just a couple hours earlier. Yeah, hair of the dog. It usually be a Bloody Mary for me. My, Something classy. Well, probably. my college days when we, I was dating the girl from Mizzou, so I was up there quite a bit. Um, yeah, we just drink all night and then wake up and make a Bloody Mary and get ready for football. I'm leaving the show and going back to Ann Keefe. That's from a new poll eligible. I don't think she's long with us, but have fun. No, she has a show a for podcast. a long time. Yeah. I'm assisting KG with Diora now. Looking forward to having her on. Glad there's someone on the staff who's looking to help out with new content. That's from Mr. Lick. So Mr. Oh. Lick's is going to get her on. It sounds like he's on the staff now, too. I had no idea. I thought he was just wealthy, but maybe this is just what he does yeah. for leisure. Yeah, he throws money around. I'm really sad what these people do to get their names mentioned on the air. Uh, KGNO Town has issued a response. Uh, the phone number thus far has bared no fruit, but alas, he persists. Yeah. Well, just keep DNM her, DMing her on yeah. Twitter. Maybe she'll answer you. He's digging. He's digging right now. Yeah, he's digging. All right. Well, keep digging. Even though I know you're not a producer, why don't you just show what that you still have the game? The chops. Well, I could have. But if he wants to keep trying to think he can up me and... Yeah, but oh, you Tim, can now go... Yeah, it. you can do it. Well, I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm not trying to up anybody. <laughs> oh, I can do it. Screw him. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not like that. You came on here and said, Oh, Tim, I can get her on. I got her number. Okay, well, good. Go for it. You're the one that opens your mouth. Now do it. KG No Town, the action's back on you. Uh, sound like I'm 18. I got peer pressure. Uh, I better do it. I got to beat him. I don't give a crap. Oh. That's what happens. You cost the show guests. When you say you can do something, I leave it up to you. You don't do it. Oh. And then we're so we would have had her if he hadn't. Mr. Lick says he will Venmo whoever gets her on. I don't have Venmo, so I don't care. I thought you well, said. He can Venmo it to me, and then I'll give you the cash. I thought you said you were working on it, Licks. Now you're Venmoing somebody to get her on? I thought you were helping with it. Again, your texts make no sense. You do it just to get your name read on the air. Oh, I'm helping him. I'm helping him. Hey, I'll Venmo somebody if they get her on. His voice went up an octave there. <laughs> I noticed His <laughs> money became an object. <laughs> uh, the disrespected Tim right now is pissing me off. That's from Mr. Licks. What disrespected Tim? You're disrespecting him by putting all these stupid texts in there. He wants his guest. He wants his guest badly. I'm just trying to do something productive for the show. You should try it. That's from KG and Hotel. What have you done productive so far that you keep saying you're going to do? I a lot got, of social media work. I got sponsors for Pepper and Genie. Yeah, none. I'm going to get Mike Tirico on. None. <laughs> I'm going to get this person on. None. I got a phone number, Tim. I'll get her on. None. What productive things have you done? KG and Hotel, what productive? We were in Vegas together. What about oh, the social media videos he, he's he done? He couldn't even get the sponsor's name right. Huh. <laughs> Oh, I love that. he's done some Hi fabulous there. videos. We're out here at Circa. 
<laughs> okay. That was funny. Well, yeah. You're out there representing a company. You can't even name them. <clears throat> he says Jeffco snuck out there. <laughs> Ken, how do you keep the media off your back when ESPN had you hop a rail car with a knapsack like a Great Depression-era hobo on to travel to Bristol to turn them down for a job that we all know never existed? It's from Chris Raby. How do you know that? Uh, Chris, uh, you can call in. Six, well, three, six, go, go ahead. and You're out there in Chicago. I think Len Weiner's still in Chicago. Len Weiner. Who's Len Weiner? Len Weiner. He's one of the five people that interviewed me for the job. So why don't you go talk to Len Weiner? How's Joe Paterno when you bring him back? <laughs> oh, so much arguing. So much ill will. And this, on the day of my daughter's I wedding. I don't start it. I just kind of answer it. <laughs> on the day of my daughter's wedding. KG is a simp. That's from the bourbon snob in the YouTube chat. Bourbon snob. Nice. <laughs> Got another one. Uh, you can watch on YouTube, youtube.com slash TMASTL. I think you'd agree that we're all kind of hot. Doug has tufts of wisps. Mm -hmm. uh, Jackson, we haven't seen you yet today, but uh, I liked the cardigan. Plowhawk was wearing a cardigan. It got That's a little too, too warm in here, and he had dude, to Dude, I about died off. in here for a second. I was like... Uh, email in um, the morning after at InsideSTL.com for our design air heating and cooling email of the day. Comes your way at 945, balloon party at uh, 10 o'clock, and Jackson and I will be doing QFTA this afternoon again uh, as I have some uh, responsibilities following today's program. you have a sound story today? Oh, I do. Yeah, right? I believe I do, yeah. Noon? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think we, got a, we have three. Yeah, not in here, though. We have, uh, I think, a couple out-of-towners, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and I think one... KFNS? I'm not for sure. I think Frank, I might, to, be, Frank yeah. might be on the docket again. Yeah. Uh, so there it is. Uh, you can get your sound story at mysoundstory.com. A lot of video sound stories uh, ordered, which is uh, great to see. Mysoundstory.com. We will close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhart Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. This is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.